Okay, thank you for attending a day, again today. Um, and also, let me say about the test. The test was really written mostly for medical professionals. So, uh, so just bear that in mind, the test that you just took. If you miss some of the answers, it's not a big deal. کسانی متخصص و دکترها نوشته شده بود و اگر یه مقدار سوالات از دست دادین هیچ اشکالی نداره. And speaking of medical professionals, I posted on the discussion board some guidelines for the medical treatment of depression that we talked about last week. So if you or somebody you know is suffering for, from depression and you're not sure of the treatment you're getting, you might want to um, show those guidelines to your doctor. یادتون باشه که در محل بحث در وبسایتمون من یه مقدار مطلب گذاشتم برای کسانی که رنج میبرن از غم و غصه میتونید شما این مطالب را با دکترتون در میون بذارین برای کسانی که رنج میبرن از غصه دراز مدت The main point to those guidelines is that um, a certain class of antidepressants are usually better than a different class. The class of antidepressants that are better are called SSRIs. SSRI. And they work on the neurotransmitter serotonin, a neurotransmitter called serotonin. They have very few side effects, and most people tolerate them very well. So there's not much risk in, in using them if a person is depressed. اینها ضررهای خیلی کمی دارند و روی اعصاب کار میکنند و میتونین به طور راحت از این استفاده بکنیم بدون که نگران قسمتهای مضرش باشین Also sometimes uh, oftentimes a different class of antidepressants called tricyclic antidepressants are prescribed بعضی وقتا تریسایکلیک آنتیدپرسنس یعنی داروهای ضد غصه تریسایکلیک بعضی وقتا به اصلی دکترها تجویز میشن. اینا بد نیستن ولی ممکنه اثرشون مثل اون چیز SRI نباشه. And sometimes doctors who don't know what they're doing, they might prescribe heavy tranquilizers. And usually that's a bad idea. So the standards that are posted uh, are the ones for the um, National Health Service in the UK. and they represent current sort of evidence-based practice. Uh, on the website, uh, 
تایید شده و به کار میره به وسیله خدمات بهداشتی که در انگلستان ارائه میشه و برای شما مفیده. I thought we'd finish a little bit today, just a little bit more on groups, and then we're going to talk about self-care uh, for people who serve survivors of trauma. ما امروز میخوایم صحبت بکنیم در همونطور که قبلا صحبت کردیم در مورد مشابه گروهی امروز میخوایم صحبت کنیم در مورد مراقبت از خود در مورد کسانی که در معرض صدمه قرار میگیرند و یا صدمه ثانوی But first, is the discussion on groups useful for people? I mean, the groups don't necessarily have to be mental health or treatment groups. They can be activity groups or other things. But do people think that they might have support groups uh, for different sorts of survivors of trauma? Is this something useful? باشند که تحت نظر دکتر اداره میشن بلکه اینها میتونن گروههایی باشند که تحت نظر مشاور دور هم جمع میشن و این دور هم جمع شدن برای بیان احساسات مفید هست برای همه Well if no objections maybe we'll quickly finish a few of the slides on groups and then we'll move on to self care اگر اعتراضی ندارین ما میتونیم سلایت هایی که مربوط به مشاوره گروهی هست تموم بکنیم و بریم به قسمت مراقبت از خود. I've heard that serotonin is prescribed, serotonin is prescribed to uh, depression, uh, patients suffering from depression to make them feel more lively and uh, to make them feel better. Is that true? Well, um, it's true, except that the, the actual drug is not serotonin itself. It's a drug that slows the body's re-metabolism of serotonin. In other words, the serotonin that you produce naturally stays in the system a little bit longer. But yes, that seems to be useful for both PTSD uh, and for depression. دوایی که تجویز میشه برای این کار سرتونن نیست ولی باعث میشه که سرتونن در بدن بیشتر بمونه و این باعث میشه که اشخاص غم کمتر این غمی رو که از شنج میبرن احساس بکنن. But also sometimes it's useful to do both. A lot of times people want to cure things by medicine, and medicine has its place, but the best practice is to have some sort of family support and support from a mental health worker and the other sorts of support we've talked about in this training with medicine. The two together work better than either one by itself. غم غصه رنج میبرند بهتره که درمان این اشخاص صورت بگیره هم با دارو و هم با مشاوره داروی تنها مجا... ما مجاز نمیدونیم استفاده از اون رو well 
um, most groups require somebody to facilitate or help organize the group, and they really have two kind of big areas of responsibility. One is just to get the group to function, so setting up the group and monitoring the rules and doing things of that sort. باید متوجه باشه که آدم مسئولی باشه که بتونه این گروه رو دور هم جمع بکنه و گروه رو بتونه اعضایش رو دور هم نگه داره و تا بتونن اینها مسائل عاطفی و دیگر اشکالاتشون رو بیان بکنن And the other is to create a sort of environment where people can speak honestly about what they want to speak about But at the same time, they can um, have some help in, in, in controlling their emotions in, in a way, or being able to speak about their emotions without their emotions becoming overwhelming. کار دیگری که گرداننده گروه باید انجام بده اینی که یک محیطی به وجود بیاره که اشخاص بتونن با راحتی راجع به اشکالاتشون صحبت بکنن بدون اینکه کنترل خودشون رو از دست بدن و باعث باعث این بشن که کنترل به طور کلی کنترل گروه از دست بره. Next slide. Okay, so the the person who is facilitating the group has to set a tone, has to they call it modeling. They have to express um um a sense of, of respect and well-being for all the people in the group. And, and by doing that, they help other people do the same. گرداننده گروه باید یک مدل یا الگویی باشه برای اعضای گروه و طوری رفتار بکنه که اعضای گروه بتونن ایشون رو ببینن و از ایشون تقلید بکنن در ابراز احساساتشون و And the person must let others know and work with the rest of the group to assure that things that are said remain private, remain confidential, that people can share things without fear of that information being talked about to other people or gossip or anything like that, and also that people will not be blamed for talking about things. گرداننده گروه باید حتما مطمئن باشه که محرمان بودن بحث های داخل گروه رایت میشه کسی و در زم کسی شایعه و یا دروغ از خودش درست نمیکنه و شایع پراکنی نمیکنه. Okay. So one of the things is sort of for lack of a better term kind of emotional oversight. So monitoring the groups so that if somebody becomes excessively emotional, um, that, that you can respond appropriately to this. You can calm the person down a little bit, and you can, you can in a non-judgmental way, without blaming them for anything, but you can help them calm down, for example, if they become very emotional over something that happened. I think that if someone is very emotional, 
البته این صحبت وظایف گرداننده گروه هست اگر مدیر گرداننده گروه دید که کسی خیلی احساساتی میشه و داره کنترلش از دست میده بدون اینکه ایشون رو قضاوت بکنه و بگه این کار بده باید کمک بکنید به این شخص که بتونه احساساتش رو تحت کنترل در بیاره And also, the facilitator can help people understand what's going on with them, similar to what we've done in this course. The facilitator can help people talk about why people are feel, feeling anxiety or about triggers or helping them better understand traumatic stress using some of the lessons from this course. که چطوری ابرازات خودشون رو بیان بکنن و چطور از خودشون مراقبت بکنن بدون اینکه به احساسات دیگران صدمه بزنن و این کار کار مدیر گروه هست برای تسهیل اداره گروه so the best groups combine intellectual understanding along with emotional support, but they, they do both. So here are some sort of skills that the facilitator should have. We've talked about many of them, active listening and reflection and empathizing. We've talked about most of these, but let's just take a second and read them. Let's go into the next slide because we have a lot to cover today and people can refer to the slides after the course. Uh, slide the other thing that the facilitator should do is to make sure that the group is set up so that as many people as possible are included uh, and able to talk and able to express themselves but not forced to. It's, it's tricky a little bit to encourage people to talk but not to make them feel pressure that they have to talk. And also, in any group of people, usually there's, at some point, there's some sort of conflict. So the facilitator has to address any conflict or disagreement with a sense of humor. Um, and the two people who maybe are disagreeing on the group try to resolve the differences with humor without making one feel ashamed or feel that they've done something wrong. اختلاف و عدم توافق وجود داره اختلاف این افراد وجود داره و باید اگر همچین چیزی پیش اومد باید سعی بکنه که به صورت خیلی آروم اینو به صورت یک مثلا شوخی در بیاره و این موضوع را حل بکنه بدون اینکه به احساسات اشخاص صدمه بزنه so one of the things most groups are time limited Most groups don't extend indefinitely, except maybe some activities where everybody becomes friends. If, if, it's, if people want to continue, that's great, but most of the time groups are time limited. Uh, 
تعداد جلسه ها رو زیاد بکنه پس به اون خود گروه داره so during the group and also toward the end of the group it's good to evaluate with everybody whether some of the goals of the group have been met نزدیک به پایان جلسه جلسه هایی که برنامه ریزی شده بهتری که اعضای گروه بررسی بکنن ببینن که اون هدف هایی رو که میخواستن به اونا برسن رسیدن یا نه So for example if the group is some women who are suffering from family violence for example some of the goals might be to discuss ways of of improving safety and ways of improving connections with more distant family members who might be able to help out and maybe people can solve some of those problems together and discuss them together مثلا اگر کسانی هستند که از خشونت در خانواده رنج میبرند میتونن این موضوع رو بحث بکنن با اعضای دیگه و اعضای دیگه کمک بگیرن برای حل مشکلاتشون که در خونه است So on things like safety or 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 how to respond to different situations or the goals of the group it's good to check in at the middle and toward the end to see whether people are finding some solutions together because as a facilitator you will want to change course a little bit if people are not uh, are not if you if the if the group is not meeting its goals اون جلسه هایی که برنامه ریزی شده و یا نزدیک به آخر جلسه ها گرداننده گروه و با اعضای گروه بررسی بکنه ببینه که اون هدف هایی رو که در نظر گرفتن به اونا رسیدن یا نه و اگر نرسیدن باید مطابق اون عمل بکنن با, با, با توافق همه عمل بکنن ببینن که قدم بعدی چی خواهد بود so, certain sorts of groups. experimenting with groups can be helpful um there's there's not much risk and there can be a lot of benefit because a lot of times people who are suffering from traumatic stress one of the things they really need is a sense of community so i'd encourage you to go ahead and experiment with doing some groups take it slowly and uh and 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 avoid situ- and avoid uh well just take it slowly but maybe it's worthwhile doing به طور کلی خیلی مفیده در سطح جامعه خودتون اگر امکاناتش وجود داره برای شما سعی کنید گروه رو تشکیل بدین و ببینید که آیا خوب کار میکنه بد کار میکنه اشکالاتش چیه و این موضوع رو بررسی بکنید And some sorts of groups may touch on issues that are a little bit sensitive right now Um, so remember that safety comes first. So if it's people maybe who were uh, beaten by police or something like this, remember to prioritize the well-being of the group. The, the main point is to help people feel better and help people find support with each other. So, so remember safety first. یادتون باشه که ایمنی در درجه اول هست. بعضی وقتا در این مورد وقتی گروهی تشکیل میشه بعضی امکان داره راجع به موضوعهای حساسی صحبت بکنم مثلا کسی که وزله پلیس کتک خورده باید شما در نظر بگیرین اولویت های گروه رو ببینید چه چیزایی اول مهمه اونا رو در نظر بگیرین 
And safety first, of course, that also applies to gender-based violence groups. So just remember the function, the role of the group is to help people reconnect and help people recover and help minimize risk. یادتون باشه که این شامل خشونت های جنسی میشه و در ضمن گروه هایی که در جنسشون مختلف و یا یکی این در مورد اونا هم صفر میکنه یادتون باشه که مسئله اول که از همه مهمتر هست اینه که اعضای گروه با هم دیگه بتونن ارتباط برقرار بکنن و بتونن ابرازاشون رو بیان بکنن به هم دیگه. So today we're going to talk a little bit about what's called secondary trauma and self-care. امروز ما می‌خوایم صحبت بکنیم راجع به صدمه ثانوی و مراقبت از خود در مورد صدمه ثانوی. So we'll talk a little bit. All of us, when we hear the experiences of other people that have suffered trauma, if we're human, this affects us. And the way that it affects us can cause within us secondary trauma. So we're going to talk about secondary trauma and we're going to define it. وقتی که ما به کسان دیگه گوش میدیم که از خم غصه و یا صدمه اصلی رنج بردن وقتی به اونا گوش میدیم روی این گوش دادن روی ما اثر میذاره و بنابراین ما باید ببینیم که چطوری جلوی این رو بگیریم که خودمون تحت تاثیر شدید قرار نگیریم And we're going to talk about how secondary trauma can have a negative effect on your work and how um, you can respond in ways, how you can check in with yourself to see how you're doing so that you are doing the right thing for yourself and also the right thing for the people that you work with. سرمه سانوی روی ما اثر میذاره ما در این واحد آموزشی به شما توضیح خواهیم داد که چجوری از خودتون مراقبت بکنید توریک و وضع خودتون رو چک بکنید که مطمئن باشید که تحت تاثیر شدید قرار نگیریم So think for a little bit we'll just stop and we'll think for a little bit about what, it, what well being means what it means to be well in in a broad sense sometimes it's helpful to make a list of the things that that make you feel well and these are usually involve family and friendships and being able to do work that's important to you and being able to feel like you're making a difference, things of this sort. But sometimes uh, for people that work with trauma survivors, it's nice to make someplace and set aside a list of the things that give your life meaning. بهتر شما یه لیستی تهیه بکنید از اون چیزایی که شما رو خوشحال و راضی در زندگی نگه میداره و این میتونه انجام بشه با شما خود شما و افراد فامیل که دور هم جمع بشن و, بش و کمک بکنن در تهیه این لیست. Because I know many of you work with non-government organizations or you work with victims of different sorts of violence or you work with legal programs and the work can become overwhelming. Sometimes we can lose touch 
we get so involved with the work that we lose touch on some of the really important things in our lives. سازمان هایی که خدمات بهداشتی ارائه میدن کار میکنین و این کار کار شما میتونه روی شما اثر بذاره. So really we can talk about at least three kinds of stress. Basic stress, the stress that we feel as part of a normal everyday life can be a good thing. Stress can motivate us to do things. ما امروز میخوایم راجع به سه نوع فشار عصبی صحبت بکنیم فشار عصبی به طور کلی میتونه برای بدن اگر در سطح مطلوب باشه میتونه به شما کمک بکنه So for example not every time there you have an argument with your wife or your husband that's not always a bad thing it can help you address differences and difficulties um, feeling Very busy at work sometimes can be a good thing. These minor stresses can help us, can motivate us to do things, and it's not necessarily bad. Secondary trauma, though, is when maybe we feel um, guilty that somebody has experienced something and maybe we felt that we haven't done enough, or maybe we just hear many really, really bad stories and they start to affect us. And secondary trauma is very, very normal. It's something that we can't avoid. Uh, کسی که صدمه اصلی بهش وارد شده خیلی معموله و این امکان داره در اثر گوش دادن به اشخاص دیگه انجام بشه و یا اینکه با از طریق نشنیدن اتفاقات ناهنجار که به دیگران اتفاق داده به وجود بیاد So for example, one of the hardest jobs in the world is to work in the burn unit in a hospital because you have to make people exercise their arms and their legs if they're burned, which causes them a lot of pain. And you're constantly exposed to pain, uh, to the pain of others. And for burn units and sometimes for cancer units, secondary trauma is a big problem. صدمه سانوی برای کسانی قربانیان که بدنشون سوخته اونها رو مالجه میکنه و این صدمه سانوی برای این کسانی که در این قسمت کار میکنن خیلی معموله چون مجبورن که نگاه بکنن به دردی که این افراد دارند And of course trauma is something we've talked about all this course This is an event that, that causes one to fear for one's life or that overwhelms the senses صدمه سانوی که ما راجبش صحبت میکنیم راجب گوش کردن به درد و رنج کسانی هستند که صدمه اصلی رو دیدن و این میتونه احتمال داره که انسان را غرق بکنه So to help care for yourself sometimes it's helpful to sit down and make a list of, of the things that are causing stress in your life and maybe to break them into these different categories. So for example, you may be suffering 
regular work-related stress that's not overwhelming. You may be suffering from exposure to other people's pain, or you may, in fact, be suffering from a traumatic event in the past. Sometimes it's good to break them down into these categories and just maybe even to make a list of the things that, that are causing stress in your life. عصبی در شما میشه این فشار عصبی امکان داره مربوط بشه به سر کار شما که در اونجا کار میکنید یا امکان داره مربوط بشه به گوش کردن به کسانی دیگه که صدمه اصلی بهشون وارد شده و یا چیزهای شبیه این because one thing especially medical people and mental health professionals and lawyers and other professionals a lot of times they don't ever spend much time actually thinking about their own stress level or actually writing down or actually thinking carefully about what's causing them stress. صدمه ثانوی به وجود بیاد و اینا هیچ وقت فکر نمیکنن که بشنه یه لیستی از این کارا تهیه بکنن. Okay, so stress varies by time. Your response to stress varies. Maybe some people function better in the morning or in the evening. So stress varies by time and it also varies by event during the course of a day or of a period. شهر عصبی بستگی به شخص داره و امکان داره خیلی شدید باشه برای بعضی ها در صبح و امکان داره در شدید باشه برای بعضی ها در مواقع دیگه But for most of us there's usually an optimal level of stress if we're not feeling any stress at all then maybe we can become a little bit bored or maybe um, lose interest in things but too much stress becomes maladaptive it becomes something that 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 causes disability in the way one can function فشار عصبی سطح مطلوب خوبه برای ما همه ما اینو لازم داریم و اگر این وجود نداشته باشه باعث خستگی روحی میشه بنابراین بهتره که ما به این نگاه بکنیم و فقط مواظب باشیم که بیشتر از حد بیشتر از حد نشه. So it's a good idea to figure out one's optimal level of stress. How much stress is useful to motivate and then when does the stress start taking over and when one's performance starts to drop. بهتره که همه تشخیص بدن که سطح مطلوب فشار عصبی برای اینها نهایت این چی هست و بعد از اون میتونن ببینن که چه چیزی باعث میشه که اینها واکنش منفی نشون بدن چون از این حالت مطلوب بالاتر رفت واکنش بدن انسان منفی خواهد بود And probably most of you know, or maybe you feel this yourself, that people who work in the human services or in human rights or in some sort of way of working with other humans, that they tend to go through cycles. A person can be very productive for a while, and then productivity can drop off, and then they become very productive again. It kind of oscillates like a wave. I can say that 
اشخاص دیگه کار میکنن در ادارات حتما متوجه موضوع شدن که فشار عصبی که احساس میکنن نبسان داره گاهی اوقات خیلی پایین گاهی اوقات امکان داره بره خیلی به سطح بالایی So if the response to the stress becomes more difficult than the stress itself, if the way that you respond starts to really slow you down, uh, it, it's part of this, what we're talking about today is being aware of when this is happening because people tend not to be very aware of it. But it's important to be aware when exhaustion is setting in and when the stress is, is the, your response to the stress is making you less productive. اگر فشار عصبی شروع بکنه به کارایی شما صدمه بزنه و شما رو به شما احساس خستگی شدید بدنی یا روحی بده اون موقع هست که باید گوشید دستتون بیاد که بفهمید که این اثر منفی داره روی شما میذاره So now we're not necessarily talking about traumatic stress but just stress in general and how it can affect you Um, long-term stress, being stressed all the time about work, can affect your health, as we all know. It can make heart disease worse. It can make your immune system worse. It can have different effects on your health over time. ناشی از صدمه صحبت نمی کنیم بلکه به طور کلی داریم راجب فشار عصبی صحبت می کنیم این فشار عصبی می تونه به وجود بیاد در اثر کاری که شما می کنید در سر کارتون و یا در اثر جرابست با اشخاص دیگه و یا حوادث مختلف And in some ways one can realize sometimes after years that one has missed some opportunities. Um, for example, uh, somebody on this forum was talking about going into nature and hiking in the mountains as a form of, of recovering from, from stress and, and from difficulty. And sometimes over time we can, you know, we need to be attended to these things because if we just work, if we just focus on the work and we don't manage the stress, we find out that we've missed some opportunities for happiness. Uh, یک نفر صحبت کرد راجع به رفتن به مناظر طبیعی برای راحت بخشیدن و تمدد اعصاب به خود ما اگر این همچین فرصت هایی رو ازش غفلت بکنیم و همش کار بکنیم باعث میشه که کنترل خودمون رو در اون قسمت چیزای منفی که روی اعصاب ما اثر میذارن از دست بدیم. And high levels of stress over time can result in a person deciding to leave the work. And the work is sometimes very important, but somebody can in the west they call this burnout. I don't know, it's probably a term in Farsi for this. But when a person has been so focused on the work for so long that they then find it difficult to continue the work. Um, اشخاصی که از فشار عصبی خیلی شدید رنج میبرند در اثر کاری که میکنن این اگر این ادامه پیدا بکنه ایشون در انگلیسی میگیم برن اوت در فارسی میشه دلزدگی از اون کاری که میکنین So we're going to spend some time talking about some coping strategies. First, from this section, I removed the slides that had to do with uh, the relaxation techniques because we've already gone through those. 
All of those techniques are good for people suffering from burnout or secondary trauma. در این قسمت ما راجب انتباق پذیری با فشار عصبی میخوایم صحبت بکنیم من تکنیک های تمدد اصاب رو که در آموزش های آزمون های گذشته بس کردیم اونها رو برداشتم از این قسمت چون این تکنیک های تمدد اصاب برای همه خوبه و هر موقع بتونید ازش صادب کنید برای هر نوع فشار عصبی خیلی مناسبه So, uh, actually, this is a little bit duplicative. Maybe we'll slip on, we'll, we'll go ahead from this one, too. Yeah, good, this is the right slide. So, one of the first things to do as a, as a care provider or as a service provider or um, as somebody who works with victims of trauma is to set up a routine. Put on your calendar that on a regular basis, maybe every two weeks, maybe even every week, maybe every month, set in a time to check in with yourself to see, to really objectively measure how you're doing. Uh, یک کار خیلی خوبی میتونید بکنید اگر شما ارائه‌دهنده خدمات بهداشتی هستین یا مشاور هستین و یا اینجور کارها رو دارین میکنین بهتره که هر چند وقت به چند وقتی مثلا هر دو هفته یا سه هفته یک بار بشینید و, و خودتون رو بررسی بکنید ببینید که کار شما چه جوری روی شما داره اثر میذاره You're balancing work with your life. So do you feel like over the last month you spent enough time with your wife or your husband? Or, um, and, and this is not something to feel shame over, but just maybe to think about, is the balance right? Uh, so that you have a, a time to check in to think carefully about this. In tahiyyikardane yek fehresti as چیزهایی که در زندگی شما هست کمک میکنه به شما که بفهمید که آیا در زندگی شما تعادل وجود داره یا نه مثلا بندزه کافی شما وقت کافی میگذرونید با همسرتون یا اینکه به کارهایی که باید برسید آیا به اونها میرسید یا نه تعادل چیزی که داریم بحثشو میکنیم اینجا You also have to be aware to find um, a way to let other people care for you. And uh, let me give you an example of that. A woman I work with defends immigrants from being deported. She's a lawyer and she goes to court to keep people from being deported and to defend immigrants. But she's the oldest of 19 children, and all she's ever done from the time she was small was care for other children or care for other people. که من باش کار میکنم یک وکیله و کمک میکنه به اشخاصی که میخوان از کشور تبعید بشن و کشور میخواد اونا رو بندازه بیرون. تنها کاری که ایشون در زندگی همیشه کرده از سن 19 سالگی تا حالا کمک به بچه ها بوده و کمک به کسای دیگه بوده. So it's very difficult to let her, to, for her to let other people care for her. And this is an exaggerated example, but a lot of times all of us, we're busy working in our work. Most of us work in human services of some sort. And maybe we go home and maybe our wife or our husband or a family member is trying to be nice and care for us, and maybe we react with frustration or, or, or aggravation and just want to be left alone. 
البته این مثالی که برای شما زدم این مثال خیلی شدید و بعضی امکان داره اینو مبالغ آمیز بدونن هرچند که درسته ولی اکثر اوقات وقتی ما میریم به خونه خودمون و میبینی و اشکالات خونه رو متوجه میشیم یا اینکه در سر کار اشکالات دیگهی که به وجود میاد متوجه میشیم اینا چیزهایی است که باید بررسی بشه That's a sign of secondary trauma and if we feel this then we need to stop and be aware that it's a sign of secondary trauma and figure out a way to let others um, to let others help us so that we're not just always helping وقتی ما این اشکالات در خونیات سرکار میبینیم و طوری هستش که روی ما اثر منفی میذاره باید اجازه بدیم که کسانی دیگه به ما کمک بکنن تا این فشار عصبی از کنترل خارج نشه So this also relates to the whole idea of connection We've talked about traumatic stress somebody who's a victim of war or, or, or some other form of extreme stress But also, even for us, the stress of caring for others can cause us to break connections. مثلا اگر در مورد مثال بزنیم در مورد کسی که در جنگ بوده و فشار عصبی خیلی زیادی صدمه ببخشید و صدمه صدمه دیده ما با وقتی با همچین شخصی کار میکنیم امکار اینکه صدمه سانوی ما به ما وارد بشه خیلی زیاده و باید مواظب این موضوع باشیم Now if we don't do this the reason why I think this is so important to set a time every month or every week or every couple of weeks to do like a to check in with yourself The reason why this is so important is that if you don't do it, then comes this problem we call burnout. خیلی مهمه که هر چند وقت به چند وقت خودمون رو بررسی بکنیم، ببینیم که وضع ما در چه حالیه و اگر این کار رو نکنیم، خطر اینکه دل زده بشیم از اون کاری که می‌کنیم وجود داره. Okay, this is good. Okay. So, burnout is a state when Um, when we become so exhausted that we can no longer focus on what we're doing. Until the day is called back to the moment is also has to be me claim that I'm going to be doing the person who's burnout who reaches this stage feels like the work is, is hopeless like you can't make progress against the problems that you're confronting and you feel so overwhelmed by the stress and the demands placed on you that that part of you kind of gives up. باعث میشه که از ذر فکری و بدنی احساس فرسودگی بکنید. Or you become cynical and kind of cold after a while. And for most of us, in our work, we need to have a little bit of dark humor. We need to see some humor in situations that seem somewhat hopeless. But sometimes we can become a little bit cynical. بعضی وقتا ما احساس بدگمانی میکنیم راجع به 
چیز اتفاقی که در اطراف ما میفته یا در سر کار هست بعضی وقتا این یه مقدار لازمه که آدم چیزای که این اتفاقات رو میبینه به صورت شوخی به اونا نگاه بکنه ولی این کمک میکنه به درک مطلب So far better to prevent burnout rather than to have to go through it and sort of recover your motivation for working. Better to keep your motivation going by avoiding burnout in the first place. Next slide. بهتره که علاقه خودتون به سر کار حفظ بکنید بدون اینکه اجازه بدید که این دلزدگی از کار پیش بیاد چون چون بهبودی از دلزدگی خیلی مشکله. So as we're talking about checking in with yourself and making a plan, um, some sort of a formal plan to be taking care of yourself, sometimes it's helpful to think about this as, as what they call a pie chart. So, for example, one sort of sphere of life might be physical. You know, are you physically healthy? Are you seeing the doctor the way that you should? Are you getting exercise? Are you putting off and delaying going to the dentist, for example? In fairness, I'm kind of shamele in chizai ashabile in bashike aya. مثلا به دکتر دندان پزشک میرین آیا بندوزه کافی وقت صرف میکنین روی خانوادتون آیا بندوزه کافی وقت صرف میکنین برای تفریح خودتون So and we all do this I mean I know that I do it I don't exercise as much as I should and we all know that for example physical exercise and taking care of our bodies in fact it helps us prevent not only the secondary trauma but it helps us prevent depression and helps us it helps keep keep us sharp so that we can do the valuable work that we do این برای همه ما اتفاق میفته وقتی این فیتنس رو تقییم میکنیم میبینیم که کارهایی که باید بکنیم نمیکنیم مثلا من خودم زازمه که بیشتر ورزش بکنم ولی بنزه کافی ورزش نمیکنم این این جور چیزا باعث So, for example, in your plan, you should be gentle to yourself. Be gentle, but at the same time, you might want to create a plan uh, for self-care that involves some sort of regular physical exercise that you enjoy, not something you feel that you're forced to do, but something that you enjoy. وقتی که برنامه ریزی می کنید روی خودتون باش زیاد شدت شدید عمل نکنین به خودتون زیاد سخت نگیرین مثلا تمرینی رو یا ورزش رو پیدا بکنین که شما ازش لذت میبرین و اونو اضافه بکنین به این فهرست کارهایی که باید بکنین Okay, another whole section of your life that's worth paying attention to that you should put into a self-care plan is Intellectual. How long has it been since you read a book that wasn't related to your work, for example? Okay, 
If it's been a long time since you've read something unrelated to work or since you've been involved in something that interests you, maybe you're interested in science as well as the law, maybe you're interested in something else. If there's been a long time since you've been able to concentrate on any other interest, even for a little bit, then that's a sign that maybe things are out of balance, that maybe you need to be concerned about secondary trauma. ببینید که چند وقت گذشته از اون زمانی که شما اون کاری رو که باید میکردید نکردید مثلا علاقه دارین به قانون علاقه دارین به به وکالت یا چیزهای دیگه و این کارها رو که باید میکردید و و مطالبی در راجع به این باید میخوندید نخوندید این نشانه اینه که تعادل در زندگی شما وجود نداره و باید اینو و این باعث صدمه ثانوی میشه. The next sector is emotional. So are you you should reflect on whether you're connecting the way that you want to with your your spouse or your children or your friends. Is it possible for, to set aside a little bit of time or to figure out some sort of a plan uh, to make sure that you're maintaining this emotional health? Uh, دارید با افراد خانوادتون با زن بچهتون و این احساس ارتباطی اگه وجود احساس ارتباطی وجود نداره این میتونه باعث فشار ثانوی بشه In the final category is spiritual and for some people that means religious but for other people it doesn't I'm not trying to say anything at all about religion but we all need a sense of connection. Maybe the sense of connection is to nature, maybe the sense of connection is to God, but all of us have some sort of a spiritual life. احتیاج داریم که یک ارتباط معنوی داشته باشیم این ارتباط معنوی امکان داره مذهبی باشه امکان داره روحی باشه امکان داره ارتباط با طبیعت باشه If it's been a long time since you've had a sense of wonder or amazement at something like, uh, or, or that you've you have something that 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 seizes your imagination in this sense then then maybe this sector this sector needs a little bit of work and you need to pay some attention to it اگر مدت خیلی زیادی گذشته که شما علاقه به چیزی نشون ندادین و هیچ گونه چیزی وجود نداره که علاقه شما رو به خودش جلب بکنه این نشانه این هستش که شما احتیاج داره One simple exercise you might want to do is maybe later, maybe look at the slide and maybe just draw a circle like this with these divisions. And you don't have to show it to anybody, but just maybe write out the things that you think that you're doing uh, and, and maybe in one color and maybe write out the things that you think that you wish that you were doing just so that you become a bit more aware. Uh, یک کاری که میتونید بکنید اینه که یک دایره در همین اسلاید که میبینید دایره بکشید و در یک قسمت با یک رنگی که انتخاب میکنید کارایی رو لیست بکنید که دارید انجام میدید و در قسمتی دیگه با رنگ مختلف کارهایی رو لیست بکنید که انجام نمیدین 
Um, and and maybe I will try to post some additional questions that on the, on the board so that people can think about them. But maybe maybe there's a series of questions you can go through as you do this. So, for example, um, you can ask yourself, "Am I involved in too many activities?" من سعی میکنم در وبسایتمون بذارم برای شما سوالات بیشتری که بتونید شما از خودتون بکنید به عنوان مثال آیا این کاری که من دارم میکنم بیش از حد کمه یا زیاده Another one might be you know just if you feel that your life is balanced and whether the way that you spend your time reflects the priorities and values that you have سوالی که باید بکنید به عنوان مثال این هستش که آیا زندگی ایمان تعادل داره و یا اینکه چیزهایی رو که باید بکنم کمتر یا زیادتر کم کمه یا زیاده and then maybe list a few commitments you can do only a few don't don't get too um, too ambitious because you want to fulfill these but list a few commitments that you can make to yourself to improve the balance. یک کار خوبی که میتونید بکنید که با خودتون تعهد ببندید اون کارایی رو که نمیکنید بکنید سعی کنید که تعهدهای خیلی موافق قدرتتون به وجود نیارید چون که میخواهید که تعهدایی باشه که به اینا بتونید برسید و اینها رو برابر بکنید. So what you should do using the pie chart and using the kind of self-assessment that we talked about a little bit earlier is assess where you're at. Find a time every week or every two weeks or every month where you can assess your level of stress. Um, میتونید یک بررسی کلی از وضع خودتون بکنید ببینید که آیا اون چیزهایی که لازمه انجام میشه یا نه and then maybe use this pie chart and again you can do this without having to share it with anybody you can just sit down and do this little pie chart and you can think about where you're at in terms of the balance of the different important components of life um, and and do this as part of your exercise for self care کیک زندگی رو که نشون دادیم اون دایره رو میتونید اونو انجام بدید لازم نیست که اینو به کسی نشون بدید مهم اینه که اون رو انجام بدید به طوری که قابل انجام باشه برای شما در مورد کارهایی که میخواید یا بکنید برای ایجاد تعادل در زندگیتون You can also go back and practice those relaxation techniques that we talked about for victims of trauma which also can work for you and they're available they're posted in farsi on the discussion board شما درسم میتونید برید و اون تکنیک های تمدد اعصاب رو که در گذشته شرط دادیم اونها رو انجام بدید این این در وبسایت براتون گذاشتیم و این مفید هست برای شما and actually today i wanted to leave plenty of time to talk about self care Does anybody have any comments on this? Does, does this make sense? Does it make sense to do an inventory of what's giving you stress? Do people think this is helpful? 
من میخوام امروز مقدار زیادی وقت صرف کنم در قسمتی که مربوط میشه به مراقبت از خود آیا کسی هستش که سوالی داره در مورد مراقبت از خود و در مقابل صدمه ثانوی Does anybody do anything like this now? Do you ever make a list of the things that are bothering you or that are causing you stress? آیا کسی هستش که یه فهرستی تهیه میکنه از چیزایی که فشار باعث فشار عصبی میشه؟ آیا کسی داره این کارو میکنه؟ Uh, last week, I talked about the refugees stranded in Europe and in other countries. Uh, Dr. Portman said that uh, he was going to um, put some information uh, and make that information available to us. I would like to know whether it takes time or it has been uh, forgotten. I think there should be a list of torture treatment centers on the discussion board. Let me look right now because I think we did post that, but let me just see. Okay, so yes, there, there's, there are links to the different programs for, for traumatic stress in Europe and Australia and Canada. Um, so uh, unfortunately, um, this is from the IRCT website. I don't know if this is available in Farsi. Um, برای کمک به اونها و این برای کسایی هستند که در کانادا، اروپا و استرالیا زندگی میکنند. I also have a document in Farsi um, on assessing uh, and documenting the use of torture. So I'm going to put that one up on the website this afternoon so those who are interested in that can download that one as well. من در در وبسایت خواهم گذاشت مطلبی یه مقاله در مورد شکنجه که میتونه کمک بکنه برای کسایی که میخوان ازش استفاده بکنن Okay I will post the contact information for BZFO which is in Berlin and in one other city They work with victims of trauma and torture but also they will have connection to legal services organizations As soon as we're done here today I will post that contact information in a separate line on the discussion board اطلاعاتی راجب BZFO که سازمانی هست که کار میکنه با قربانیان شکنجه و قربانیان و نجات های صدمه در وبسایت امروز اونو خواهم گذاشت به محض اینکه این جلسه تمام بشه German law, as you know, is a little bit difficult for asylum seekers and refugees. It's one of the more difficult in Europe. But I will post the BZFO website, and I will look to see if I can find a legal services provider also. همونطور که میتونی قوانین آلمان خیلی مشکلتر از بقیه کشورها هست برای کسانی که میخوان پناهنده بشن من مقاله ای رو که گفتم اونو خواهم گذاشت در مورد که در ضمن هست در مورد قسمت های قانونی و کمک های قانونی که این عده میتونن ازش استفاده بکنن At BZFO, there's a guy named Salah Ahmed. He's a Kurd from Iraq, but I think he speaks Farsi. So there might be somebody Farsi speaking at that program. 
در بی زی اف او یک آقایی هست به اسم صلاح احمد که کرد ولی ایشون فارسی صحبت میکنه و ایمشون میتونه کمک بکنه به کسایی که احتیاج به کمک دارن Has anybody had this experience where you work um, almost uh, in cycles, where for a while you feel very, very active, and then you become burnout, and you slow down, and then you recover your activity again, you know, sort of where it goes up and down over time? Does anybody experience secondary trauma the way we talked about today? Are you و, و این سرمه سانوی باعث شده که مقدارش بره پایین و یا بره بالا در سر فعالیت هایی که ایشون داره میکنه uh, Yes, this happened to me. I was involved uh, with uh, several activities and as a result of those activities I lost all interest and all motivation in what I was doing and uh, I had uh, a lot of difficulty uh, performing my uh, regular duties. Over time, I was able to uh, conquer uh, uh, those uh, obstacles and overcome them, uh, but I still think that uh, I have difficulty concentrating and my level of energy and enthusiasm is not back to normal, yet I still have difficulty concentrating. Yeah, this is, this is very normal, and people go through cycles, and probably your enthusiasm and your ability to concentrate on the work will return. این علاقه و و انرژی برمیگرده. It's also very difficult because some of you are probably involved in work that maybe presents some risks and some difficulties just working in the society and in the situation right now. So that that adds to the stress because maybe the work you do is not always um, recognized or or not always easy to do given the societal system in mamuli bare kesani ke mesle shoma masalan karhayi ke mikonan dar ijtema ke digaran sakhti in kari ishun ro متوجه nistan va nemifahman ke in shoma ba che mushkilati dar bayad muqabale bekonid va in ba'is mishe ke But as all of you know from working on various projects, nothing really happens effectively without some sort of a plan that you can refer back to. So if you only take one thing away from the lesson today, I, I would hope that you will set aside time to create a plan for your own care, for your own well-being, and realize that this is actually part of the work that you do. Uh, a self-care plan is part of the work. It, 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 it's part. Of, it's an inherent part of the work that you do. باید یادتون باشه که مراقبت از خود باید محسوب بشه از جمله قسمتی از کاری که شما میکنین، شغلی که دارین. بنابراین اگر این رو 
به این صورت نگاه بکنید متوجه میشید که کار واجبیه که حتما باید انجام بشه. آیا سوالی هست یا مطلبی هست که کسی بخواد در میون بذاره با بقیه در مورد مراقبت از خود یا تکنیک های مراقبت از خود که موثر بوده؟ I didn't catch everything the gentleman said. Hello to everyone. I would like to know whether it is helpful psychologically for individuals who go on strike or refuse refuse food or go on hunger strike and I uh, I would like to know if this is psychologically helpful. For some people it may be necessary, a necessary thing to do, but uh, it, if it, it, it may be necessary. Somebody may feel that they have to do this and it's not for me to tell them no. That's not my position to tell them no. Uh, but if you are working in one of these areas, remember that your greatest responsibility is to be able to keep working in this area, uh, you know, to keep helping other people for as long as you can. So good nutrition and care of your body is really important. So remember that it's good to have a plan for self-care, but just remember to be gentle with yourself because your well-being in the long run اگر برنامه داریم برای مراقبت از خود این برنامه خیلی خوبه فقط باید مواظب باشید که روی خودتون زیاد سخت نگیرین چون که چیزهایی رو باید انجام بدین چیزهایی رو میخواین انجام بدین که قابل انجام باشه do people have any other suggestions for others on, on self care in on maintaining your Emotional health? Okay, well, there's another one. It has been my experience that uh, a big problem with others has been uh, lack of adequate sleep. I have uh, experience uh, with uh, um, about myself. Uh, I make sure that I uh, I eat my uh, my uh, foods and my my, my meals. Um, without rushing through them, and I eat good food and take care of myself. But the biggest problem seems to be lack of adequate sleep on the part of others. Yeah, and, uh, well, lack of sleep is one of the biggest problems facing people who are survivors of some sort of trauma directly, as we discussed before. And certainly secondary trauma affects our ability to sleep. The only, the only suggestion I can offer is to practice the relaxation techniques, the body scan and the muscle relaxation that we talked about uh, in one of the previous sessions. Adam Tavanayi Khabidan Vaya بندازه کافی نخوابیدن یکی از مشکلات کسانیه که صدمه دیدن و مشکلات کسانیه که صدمه سانوی دیدن بنابراین بهترین کاری که میشه کرد اینه که ما این رو تمدد اصاب تکنیک های تمدد اصاب رو که در درسای گذشته بحث کردیم اونها رو انجام بدین تا بتونین به خودتون کمک بکنین 
در بنزه کافی بتونید بخوابید این تمدد اعصاب هم مربوط میشه به تمدد اعصاب بدنی و همینطور بررسی ذهنی از خود بدن شما Now, I, I, uh, the, the relaxation techniques are posted on the discussion board in Farsi. I will ask Tavana to repost with the topic line in Farsi so people can locate them more easily. But the file that's attached is written in Farsi. روش های تمدد درستاب که در گذاشته شده در وبسایت به فارسی هست من از توانا میخوام که تیتر اونو به فارسی هم بنویسه برای همه تا همه بتون ازش استفاده بکنن My question concerns my experience uh, from the war time uh, because I spent a lot of time in areas uh, during the war, in areas where the uh, war activities were taking place Um, I still have uh, the trauma from that experience. For example, whenever on New Year's Eve when there are uh, um, pyrotechnics, uh, the pyrotechnics make me cry, and I, even though I enjoy pyrotechnics, but they make me cry and they make my body tremble. I would like to know if this uh, negative impact will ever go away. Well, it may go away. I think the first thing that you've done successfully is that you've recognized the link between what you've experienced and the reason for why you react. So uh, translate that and then I'll say more. ممکنه که اینا این برطرف بشه و مهمترین چیزی که شما روش انگوش گذاشتین اینه که شما متوجه شدین فرق بین کارهای در سر جشن اتفاق میفته و فرق تجربه که در طول جنگ داشتین So the next stages might include when you hear these loud noises you know intellectually what's going on and you can feel the physical changes in your body as a result so then you can immediately practice some sort of relaxation when you hear these things happen خیلی خوبه که شما متوجه شدین فرق بین اتفاقات سال نو رو و تجربه جنگی رو کاری که شما میتونید بکنید اینی که از روش های تمدد اعصاب استفاده بکنید برای آرامش خودتون Now the fireworks, the pyrotechnics don't happen every day But maybe what you can do is go to go someplace where the loud noises, something like pyrotechnics that reminds you of the explosions, where they do occur on a more regular basis, and practice hearing them and calming yourself, hearing them and calming themselves, and gradually practice exposure. در اون شرایط و در نتیجه این باعث میشه که شما عادت عادت بکنید به این در وقتی در اثر مرور زمان and if these things bother you not during new years but all year if you have nightmares about this or if you have persistent sadness or you remember the explosions a lot 
try some of the exercises we've done here, but also see if you can find if there's anybody who, um, any mental health professional or anybody that you can be connected to. اگر این انفجارات سال نو باعث میشه که شما کابوس داشته باشین در طول سال و احساسات منفی داشته باشین سعی کنید پیدا بکنید به یک نفر آدم متخصص که بتونه کمکتون بکنه در بهتر درک کردن حالتهایی که به شما پیش میاد question concerns someone who is on a hunger strike and if this person is on a hunger strike obviously he has unfulfilled uh, ambitions and desires isn't this uh, a clear sign of trauma in and by itself yes um, yes uh, and the the difficulty is that if somebody's on a hunger strike, um, balancing the person's commitment to their issue, they may have a strong commitment to their issue, balancing it with care for the individual. So this is not a decision that as an outsider I can really comment on, except that the person involved with the hunger strike should be very careful to balance the value of what they can do in the future versus the risk that they're facing at the moment. But I understand this is a personal decision. But if a person is on a hunger strike, there's not a lot, there's not a lot that can be done mental health-wise in that situation. Uh, باید یک تعادلی داشته باشه با نیازی که این شخص میخواد به وجود بیاره و اون هدفی رو که میخواد به اون برسه اگر این تعادل وجود نداشته باشه این یک مشکلیه, مشکلیه که شخص باید خودش بررسی بکنه و حل بکنه My second question concerns uh, people who uh, are bent on uh, committing suicide. I would like to know whether these people have to uh, consult a doctor and isn't this uh, the kind of uh, trauma that has to be dealt with in a certain way? It's an important question. First, if you're assessing somebody for suicide risk, you should look at if they have a plan. Do they talk about how they're going to do it? اول باید از متوجه بشید ببینید که شخص برنامه ای داره برای خودکشی و چجوری میخواد خودکشی بکنه. Second, you should check if they have a way to do it. So if the person talks about shooting themselves and you know that they've got a gun, then that is serious. دوم اینه که باید ببینید که آیا این شخص یک تف... مثلا تفانچه ای داره یا تفنگی داره که بخواد با اون خودشو بکشه. Okay, um, so if the person has a plan and a way of doing it and you think that they're serious in the discussion, even if you think they're not completely serious, you need to treat it as an emergency because suicide is never, never a good idea.
اگر دیدید که شخصی برنامه ای داره و واقعا مطابق این برنامه میخواد عمل بکنه و خودشو بکشه این یک امرجنسی هستش که حتما باید گزارش بشه و به طور کلی خودکشی کار اصلا خوبی نیست So you need to make a safety plan. You need to make sure that the person is not left alone, that a family member or somebody else they trust is in communication with them and is watching them and following them and making sure that they're not left alone. That's the first thing you need to do. The second thing is, If you, if you are working in a profession, like if you're a lawyer or a mental health professional or a doctor, and you see a lot of people, or you see people occasionally who you think might be suicidal, you need to, in advance, find a doctor or a psychiatrist or somebody who has some experience in suicide so that you're ready to make a referral. You're ready to make sure that person gets medical help. اگر شما در حرفه خدمات بهداشتی هستین و یا در این جور کارا هستین بهتره که از قبل برنامه‌ریزی بکنید با, با, با اشخاص متخصص تماس بگیرید و اونو گزارش بکنید که این شخص همچین برنامه‌ای داره تا بتونید که به موقع جلوی این کار رو بگیرید. So you should treat it as a medical emergency. Now I recognize that somebody who was a victim of a human rights abuse and does not yet may be in jail or in prison, the idea of them being forced to go to the hospital may seem like the same thing. من میفهمم که کسی که قربانی مثلا خلافهای کارهای خلافی حقوق بشر بوده و میخواد که خودکشی بکنه رفتن به بیمارستان مثل مادل مادل همونه که ایشون بخواد خودشو بکشه The other thing about suicide is that sometimes people will have an urge to commit it or they can do it very impulsively. But I'm going to tell you a story and I'm going to tell you why this is, why this is a problem and why this is something that, um, that, that is cause for regret. انگیزه ای دارن که خودکشی بکنن یا اینکه واقعا میخوان خودکشی بکنن ولی این کار خوبی نیستش و یه مشکلیه و من الان براتون توضیح میدم چرا این کار خوبی نیست There's a bridge in San Francisco that's very famous for people jumping off of it to commit suicide maybe used to be something like 200 people a year would jump off this bridge to kill themselves در سان فرانسیسکو یک پلی وجود داره که در حدود 200 نفر در سال ازش میپرند که خودشونو بکشن. Out of those 200, a very small number, less than 10%, survive. And of the people that survive, every last one of them, all of them, said that they regretted that they'd tried to do this. But the second they jumped, they realized they'd made a huge mistake. از این 200 نفر فقط ده درصدشون زنده میمونند و این ده درصد که زنده میمونند وقتی ازشون سوال میشته که احساساتون راجع به خودکشی چیه همه اونها میگن که این کار بدیه و ازش پشیمونند So if you or any of your friends have this sort of impulse this sort of desire and you start thinking about suicide a lot or maybe having a desire 
you need to recognize that as a dangerous symptom. بنابراین اگه کسی رو میشناسید که دوستاتون یا کسی رو میشناسید که میخواد خودکشی بکنه انگیزه داره و یا اینکه علاقه داره به خودکشی باید توضیح بدید علائمش رو تشخیص بدید و توضیح بدید که جریان چیه And you should really see a doctor there's no shame in that but you should recognize it as a serious problem and you should see a doctor right away باید پیش بگید که حتما یک دکتر رو همین الان باید ببینید ببخشید همین الان باید ببینید چون این مسئله خیلی جدی هست The signs that they have uh, are uh, self-hate uh, feeling, of, feeling of being demeaned uh, depression and so forth to the point where the person is thinking about suicide there's not a lot that we can do um, there's certainly nothing I can do from here and there's not much that you can do except create a safety plan for that person and then try to find medical care for somebody who an educated doctor with a good heart that's what you really need to be connected to medical care then اگر کسی واقعا میخواد خودکشی بکنیم من و شما نمیتونیم کار زیادی براش بکنیم بهترین کار اینه که یک دکتری که واقعا از ته قلب میخواد کمک بکنه به کسی به این شخص پیدا بشه تا اینکه این شخص بهش شما این شخص رو بهش رجوع بکنیم همچنین با این دکتری که توضیح دادیم که واقعا میخواد کمک بکنه Let me say something very quickly about suicide. One last thing, and then we'll let TH19 say something. I worked for a while on a program trying to prevent girls from committing suicide in Iraqi Kurdistan. And one of the things we did was that we reached out to the mullahs to talk to them about this. Because there's a lot of self-hate sometimes in suicide, we did not want the mullahs to tell the girls that they would burn forever if they committed suicide. That actually encouraged suicide. یک چیزی که میخوام براتون بگم که من در کردستان درگیر بودم در راهنمایی دخترایی که میخواستن خودکشی بکنن و گفتیم به رهبرهای مذهبی که به اینها که اینها که از خودشون نفرت دارن و میخوان خودکشی بکنن به اینا نگید به این دخترها که اگر خودکشی بکنن تا آخر, تا آخر عمر تا ابد خواهند سوخت در و این موضوع رو بهشون نگین چون که نتیجه برعکس داره the response instead was to create a safety plan for them to not condemn them or 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 be angry at them but to create a safety plan and to address the underlying problem which is usually something like a marriage that they did not want and and to address that problem that was a much more productive way but now i think th19 wanted to say something بهترین کار اینه که یه محیط ایمنی برای اینا به وجود بیاد و به اینها توضیح داده بشه که اون چیزی که دلشون میخواد قابل برآوردن هست و خودکشی چارش نیست well um First off, with Tavana's permission, I will continue to post more information on the discussion board, and I will try to make sure that the topic line is written in Farsi so you'll know what the document is. 
با اجازه توانا من مقالاتی در وبسایت خواهم گذاشت برای شما و مطمئن میشم که تیتر این مقالات به فارسی باشه که همه راحت بتونن رو پیدا بکنن I've enjoyed this course. I respect your work very much, and I wish you all the best, and I hope for good conditions for yourselves and your people and for your country. من به شما احترام زیادی قائلم و خیلی ممنونم که شما اومدید و در جلسه ما شرکت کردید. من بهترین آرزوها رو برای همه شما دارم. And I hope that the course has been useful in that If nothing else, maybe some of the relaxation techniques and some of the self-care techniques will help you uh, as you do your work. And for all of you, I'm sure your work is very difficult. امیدوارم که این واحد آموزشی برای همه شما مفید بوده باشه و مخصوصاً روش های تمادر اعصاب هم جسمی و هم ذهنی که در اون ما بستش رو کردیم. So with that, I'd like to say thank you and good luck to all of you, and um, I'm grateful for your attention in this course and your participation. Thank you.